Hello, guys. Johnny Nuggets back with you once again. Wow. This full-on September. Great weather. Amazing football. You know, this is the this is the the season I live for. And I needed I needed this, you know, because my life I've been going through a lot of L's lately. I've been going through a lot of downs. I've been going through a lot of people saying what I can't do. But in my view, I always focus on what I can do because that's the thing that I control. That's who I am at my core. That's how I can succeed and push to greatness. Because truthfully, I've had a lot of people, you know, wrong me. A lot of people tell me, you know, I'm not going to be anything. And I'm I'm doing my best to change that narrative, to swing through the fence, to punch over people who tell me that I'm not going to matter. And I truly know that I'm I'm ready to to win. I'm I've laid down what's it called? I've laid down my foundation. I have a firm foundation and it took me many years. It took me many, many months, many many different opportunities that I had to go through to be the person I am today. And that's something that I will never forget. You know, with with being who I am, with being Johnny, with being someone that is going to, you know, turn the tide. I teased in the last episode that I was going to tell you guys about my my first crush, the first girl I ever fell in love with. And you know, it was an amazing, amazing story. And it it really does show the future for me, what the future looks like, what the future holds for me. I've never been someone to sugarcoat things, even when I was in middle school. Even though I was shy back then, I I I needed to learn to create. I needed to learn to have that self-confidence in myself. I messed up. I missed an opportunity back then, man. And I kick myself every day for it. It's one of those missed opportunities in my life that, you know, left a scar on me, in me. And I'll never forget it, but it did make me stronger. It did make me be a better go-getter. So skip back to middle school. Uh, I've told you guys about middle school before. Uh, I was homeschooled a little bit in middle school, but then I went to private school. And then after that, I went to public middle school. And I saw a lot. And that's that that helped change, change who I was. I was a very unsocial person. I was very shy. I was very timid. I was not someone who would go up to someone and talk to them. I was someone who, even now to this day, if I don't know you like that, and if, if I'm in a new situation, especially with school, if I'm new, I'm going to be quiet. But once, you know, a couple weeks pass, once I'm very, I'm a, more comfortable, I just talk and I speak and I'm, I'm just, my personality just shines through and it's something that I love about myself. It's some, It's a personality trait that, I cherish, I treasure, because that's the gift I have, the gift of speaking. And in middle school, I wasn't like that. Uh, I was growing into it. I didn't have master it at that point. I was, I was getting better each year, each passing month, each passing week. 
but it was an ongoing challenge. And in private school, for that first year, I was super quiet. I was a goody goody. I was, I did everything right. I did everything the right way. I didn't get in trouble. I didn't. I was the the cornerstone. I was the the picture perfect student. Very nerdy, and I don't even know how I got girls back then because I didn't look good. My, I I didn't keep. I, I was. I mean, I was decent. I mean, I was like, I wasn't fat. I wasn't. We've talked about my weight. I was kind of. That, that was back then when I was super skinny. But I was, like, fashion-wise, I was I didn't look good at all. <laughs> but for some reason, that nerdy part of me got some, some cuties back then. I had this one girl that was this, this cute blonde uh, private school that really, like, loved to hit on me for some reason. I don't even know why. Uh, I had one of her friends like me. She didn't look too bad either. And I had a couple people that really, you know, supported me. And that was something that I cherished. I had some great friends. We'll go back through some of those middle school memories because I, I do have a lot of them. But it's it's weird because when I talk about it, it, it doesn't come to me. It comes to me organically, like within, within what I'm talking about. But anyway... So that was in private school in Virginia Beach. And then I moved to Manassas, Virginia. Back, back to, well, I was in, back to northern, the northern part of Virginia because I used to live in Fairfax and then I moved to Virginia Beach and then I moved back to Woodbridge. So that was something that really excited me. It really excited to be back in my home where where I built my bones, where I built my personality traits, where I built who I was at my core. Like without that, I, I would be nothing. And that takes me back to my first love, my first crush. Well, my it was my first crush, but it was my first genuine girl that I cared about and I loved. And I've not had many of them. I've had, let's see, I've had her. And I've had a lot of girls that, you know, I lust, I guess. But I, it never really transpired in anything. I had one more girl that I loved, but that was very, very recent in my life. But this was my, this was, this was something I won't, I don't look back on. And I look back on this one and I regret it because there are so many things I could have changed in friends. Let me tell you always go for something no matter what because if i would have man my life could have been completely completely different let me explain guys so back in private school i'm gonna you know go through this a little i was in a i was in a private school in virginia beach and 90 90 of the people at my school were were caucasian they were of american descent that could have been why a lot of girls liked me <laughs> back then, even when I, just because I was different, you know, I was a Latino. But when I moved to, to Manassas to public school, it was a big, it was a big culture shock to me. It wasn't that it made me more excited or anything like that, or it didn't make me sad or scared or anything like that. But to have people that, you know, looked more like me, that, spoke Spanish that 
it just was a whole different vibe. I don't know how to explain it. It wasn't that in private school we were we were a little bit snobby. Um, we surprisingly we were a whole lot more rebellious at private school. I think it's just because our parents forced us to be a certain way. And when we were without them, we acted out, but that's not for here or now. But when I first started in middle school, I was surprised, uh, public, public middle school in, in uh, Woodbridge. I remember the school was called Saunders Middle School, home of the Spartans. They are the Spartans, baby. And I remember, I just remember it being so completely different from what I was accustomed to. And I was excited, nervous, all that. And it helped me. It helped me grow. It helped me become a better person. One of the reasons I'm going into politics now, because I've seen so much. I know, I know every single different demographic. I grew up in a I grew up in a private middle school that was mostly Caucasian. Then I went to one of the most transient middle schools in in the country northern virginia where there's just a lot of great ethnic backgrounds and it's like a melting pot and it helped me see other people's point of view how other people lived how other religions were and it it opened my eyes and and it was awesome and even in virginia beach there there is a different vibe in like a beach type area yes i did go to a private mostly Caucasian school, but you know, the, the area was very, it, it was very, it was a good, it was a good mix of different, different people. There wasn't as many Spanish people, but there were a whole lot more like uh, Native Americans, African Americans, not, there wasn't a lot of Spanish people. So I didn't, I didn't really see i didn't see too many but that could have been just because where i lived but it had helped me grow as a person it helped me know other people and what made them into who they are and i honestly i got a lot of great food recipes because i interacted with a lot of different people and that's that's awesome because i love i love eating but anyway back to the story middle school i I was, I don't know how to describe it. I was, I was in a private school. So I'd only known really, you know, I guess girls that are Caucasian. So like white girls. And I was attracted to them, you know, they're great. But I'd, I'd never really been exposed to, you know, anything else because 90% of my school was white. So skip forward, this is seventh grade we'll say we'll say this is class x okay and i had it was it was an awesome class my my teacher one of my favorite teachers of all time we'll just call her miss b because her her last name started with a b <laughs> but she was an awesome woman uh she was she was a no-nonsense type, but she had a good side to her. She was uh, she was African American, had like four kids, so she knew she knew how to have fun, but also maybe a no-nonsense type teacher. And I really liked that. And I like and there were I knew what I could push, the boundaries I could push to not get in trouble, but still, you know, have a little bit of a of a wild side to me. 
And there was this one girl in there that I remember this was sixth, sixth period or seventh period. I think it was sixth, sixth period because we had block schedule. We had a block schedule. So every other day we had different classes. Anyway, I think, I think we had this class every day. Pretty sure. I think so. Anyway, we were, I was part of the Oregon. Well, so there's, there were two, since it was a block schedule, half of, half of this, half of our grade was called the Argonauts and half of them were the Centurions. And I, I guess those are Spartans or something, but I was an Argonaut mostly because I moved there like a month into it. I wasn't either, I wasn't an Argonaut or a Centurion. So I was, I, I literally had classes with both sides of the school, which was really unique. And not many of us were half Argonaut, half Centurion. I was, I was probably 70% Argonaut though. 70% of my classes were with the Argonauts. Uh, but this, I had this one class with the Centurions. Well, I had a couple, but one of them for, for sure. And this girl, her name was, we'll just call her Kay. Because her name, you guessed it started with the K. But there's this girl named Kay in there, right? And I didn't really, honestly, I didn't notice her at all. I didn't really notice her. And that, that sounds really bad to say, but... I had my eye on this one girl. She was this, she was, she was a shorter girl than me. I was probably like five, five at the time, maybe five, four. And she was like five foot. She was this short blondie, uh, white girl. And she was thick, like stupid thick. And like, she was gorgeous. Like everyone in there knew she was gorgeous. And she kind of had an attitude. Like she knew, like she was, she was something, (laughs) but I really like had my eye out for her, you know. I I I had a crush on her, and I was new to the school, and I really didn't know anything. But that's when this is the year that I started to act out. I guess this is the year when you know Johnny Nuggets, the first part of me, the the legacy started, and I I did stuff to act out in there to get this girl's attention, and I love to. I knew what but buttons I could push to irritate the teacher but not get me in too much trouble but i did that all the time because i this girl thought i was hilarious this girl thought i was funny and all that her her name started with an we'll call it we'll, we'll call her s because her name started with an s but anyway she thought it was hilarious and i i did stuff to you know to get her to laugh and i didn't it was ironic because i was the only girl i was really I really liked in that class. I had a couple other girls in my other classes that were really pretty as well that one of them I know liked me and looking back on it now, I didn't think like back, back then I was super, just super shy, super, I just didn't have a lot of self-confidence. So I didn't think she liked me, but looking back now, she really did. And she was super gorgeous. And now she's, She's doing great things with her life, and she's kind—I of, wouldn't say famous, but getting there. Uh, she was she was part of the track team at my middle school, and I think she went on to college and did track, and now is making a big name for herself in the athletic type area, but also on Instagram as well. And she was she was really pretty. But I didn't think she really liked me back then. And we were Facebook friends. <laughs> and we were that that's how that's how far back it was. And 
looking back, she did like me. And I blew that too. I blew a lot back then because, you know, I, I did not have self-confidence. I was shy. I was, and it just made me irritated, man, because we could have had these mixed babies that were going to be something. But anyway, back to, back to the girl that, you know, the first girl I ever fell in love with. So, so I used to sit next to this, I mean, I was like at the table right next to her, uh, this girl that's this, the white blonde girl that I thought was super attractive. And I, I, my, my teacher, I kept getting in trouble because I had, so, I had this one friend there, his name was Javon and me and him were like best friends. And I also had this guy in there named Nick and we were all just best of friends. Like we were inseparable. We would, we would cause heck for the teacher and we just did funny things to make everyone laugh. And yeah, but anyway, she, I guess she got mad at me because I was having too good of a time in her class and she moved me to the other side of the classroom, the whole other side. And I was disappointed because I'm like, yo, like my, like the girl I'm trying to get with is like right next to me basically. And now you're moving me all the way to the other side of the class. Like that's, that's unacceptable. Like I don't, I don't like that. So I get moved and luckily one of my friends, Nick was all, all the way in that other side of the room. And there's other, this other girl, we'll just call her Kay. And I, I sat like right next to her. This girl was, this girl was African-American and, and the girl who did track was African-American too. And the, the one before I thought was super attractive, but I wasn't, it's weird. Cause back then I wasn't, I, I would say I was like, my type was was white girls. That's that's all I I know. It wasn't that I didn't wasn't attracted, but like I I didn't really think of of Spanish like my fellow Spanish people like any other races. I wasn't really attracted to because I didn't I hadn't really been exposed to them. So I I was friends with them, but I didn't really have that attractiveness to them. Like we were I had I had a lot of people that I was good friends with that that for some reason I just wasn't attracted to. And I think we all have, we all have some, some types of people we like and some we don't uh, as far as like relationship wise. But there's the, that one tracker, I knew she was, she was really attractive. And, and then, and then this girl, she was, she was African American. And I, I told myself, I'm like, I'm going to become like really good friends with this girl. And, I'm, we're going to become, I, I, I remember in my mind, I was like, we're going to become really good friends, me, her, and this guy named Nick. And my teacher's going to get so mad that we're all like super close that she's going to move me back to this, the, the cutie that was, I, I had my eye on. So fast forward a couple months and me and this girl were inseparable in that class. We... I, I always like made jokes to make her laugh. Really anyone to make laugh because I love making people laugh. It, I love seeing people smile. It's something I do. <laughs> like, I don't know why. It's just something that I love. Probably why I'm going to politics because, you know, a, a lot of people like what I have to say and a lot don't. <laughs> so, but yeah, anyway, this girl and I were best of friends. Best of friends. Uh, we... It, there was no, at least in my point of view yet, there was no 
you know, sexual chemistry or anything like that, but we were just really good friends. We were, we made jokes to each other. We, we did all that, but, but see, I knew, so (laughs) I, I, I went against the bro code, if you will. And my friend, he, he, one of my friends in one of my other classes, he was quote unquote dating this girl at the time. I don't think in, in middle school, you really are dating someone because it's not really like that, but you know, he was quote unquote dating her. And we were all like, all like, I don't think he knew how close me and this girl were. And me and him were close too. But I didn't tell him that me and her were getting close. Because in my mind, I was like, this is strictly, you know, just this isn't any type of this isn't going to be anything. And so now yeah, basically, it was it was weird because I could feel the dynamic start to change after like two months of being like super close with this girl. And, and then, and then there was like, it was probably two weeks before I actually started to like her. I made, I, I made this joke and I, I would make jokes with her and all that type of stuff. And then I remember saying to myself, I remember saying to myself, I was like, wow, this girl is something else. Like this girl is something like my my best friend's lucky (laughs) well one of my best friends he wasn't my best best friend but he was one of my closest friends and and then about two weeks later we just became we we were so close and then i made this joke i remember because my my teacher took my phone this it was one of those slide out keyboard yeah back in the day slide out keyboard type phones and this, my teacher took my phone and put it in her desk, and I couldn't have it back to the end of the school day. Or, and well, that was the last class, so after that class, I could get it back. But she took it at, she took it, and then a couple minutes before class ended, I made this joke to this girl, and I was like, "Yo," and it was weird because at at that same time when I was getting really close with this girl, I was, I still had my eye on the 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 girl who I first had a crush on, but it was just fading. It's just going less and less. And I made this joke to the the girl the girl I became super close to. And I said I was like, she better give me back my phone. Cause I think she'll just keep it. And it wasn't even really funny, like at all. I didn't think it was that funny. But this girl like just laughed. And then and then, like, I started to laugh, too, because, I, I don't know, she just made me laugh. And then she put her she put her hands on my chest when she was laughing. And it was weird, man. <laughs> like, at that split second, all emotion, all love, all, all the the sexual chemistry, all, all the feelings, all that started to come. Like when, like at that instant, when she put her hands on my chest and was laughing, I, it was weird. It, it, it wasn't like just a light switch type because it had been brewing a little bit, but when she did that, it was just the floodgates, man. It, 
I I instantly liked her a lot. And then I had the, the biggest crush on her for another month. And then I, I started to fall in love with her. And it's weird to say, because I was in middle school, I, I think I was in like seventh grade back then. And it's not like we were gonna be like real life dating or something like that. But everyone in there, Basically, she broke up with her the, the 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 guy I was friends with, and that I probably shouldn't have done this. But the next, I think it was even the same day I asked her out, and she said yes. And yeah, basically, people found out my friend that was kind of close with me. He 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 played it cool. He it could have got a whole lot worse than what it did. He. He basically just told me, he was like, hey, you should have told me you liked her because I would have broken up with her like weeks ago and because <laughs> I like this other girl. And I was like, dang, why would you like like this other girl who I didn't think was attractive at all? But he, that's what happened. And then, but basically our, me and this girl, it, I think she broke up with me like two days later. And, and then I think like a month later, she, I was, I was kind of embarrassed, but we were still friends and you know, it's middle school. So about a month later, she started hit on me like really hard and I missed it. I missed the opportunity. I was shy. I didn't want to be rejected again. I remember there was one time where she was, she sat right behind me. So she would like, she would put her pen or pencil on my back and just be like fake drawing on me and everyone in the class knew she liked me but i i was shy i was timid i was scared and i didn't go for it again and then two months after that she just stopped talking to me all together and then we you know we were never really close after that and then i remember eighth grade because eighth grade was the last grade of middle school i was like i'm going to get her back and never happened we were on different different teams uh, for middle school. I don't remember what we were called in eighth grade. Maybe it was, I don't remember, but it never materialized again. And that was something that I regret to this day because what if, you know, what if we would have been something? What if, because after that, we went to different middle schools or different high schools. And if we were together, I would have, went to her high school because we had a thing in Virginia, in that northern part of Virginia, at least that county let us transfer schools because there was different specialty programs within each school. And Hilton, the school she went to, had uh, like a video, like media type thing, which I'm, I was already interested in to begin with. But I would have gone there and it was, you never know what could have happened. If I would have just spoke up, if I would have been a man, if I would have told her how I felt, because she, she hit on me for a solid two months and I didn't do anything about it because I didn't want to have her break up with me again. And it cost me. And I think she is literally, I, I still think she's the prettiest girl I've ever met, which is ironic because when I first met her, you know, I said to myself, we're just going to become really good friends. So good, fr so good of 
friends that my teacher moves me back to the other girl. But I still keep up with her a little bit on social media. And she's, I think she's the most gorgeous girl ever. And I think she just had a kid too. And, it, you know, it could have been me. You never know. But that's, that's why now in my life, whenever there's an opportunity for something, whenever there's an opportunity for greatness, whenever there's an opportunity to tell someone how you feel about them or do something that could make your life better or to change other people's lives, I'm going to do it. And that is why I, I may go into politics. I may do it. I may pull that trigger because I have a way of with, with motivating people and leading people. And it's all because of those scars, because I didn't say anything to this girl that I, I promised myself with any other female that I was interested in, I would go for it because the only thing you can regret is doing some is not doing something. And so I've had a lot of girls reject me. I've had a lot of girls, you know, go out with me. But I never regret it anymore. And I never regret anything. And if 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 you hear one thing about this episode today, it's if you have an opportunity, pull that trigger for that job to tell that boss you want that promotion, tell that girl you want to take her out, to, you know, tell, tell your family you love them because life is fleeting and life can change on a dime, on a dime. Anyway, guys, that is it for this episode. If you can like, share, subscribe to the podcast, that would be great. And yes, mentally, I am getting better. I'm getting stronger. I'm getting better. And thank you for all your prayers. Thank you for all your support. And I will speak to you guys again soon.